0: Welcome to the Seek 23 podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Erin Falbo, one of the Seek MCs and your host for the season. This podcast is a place of community, collaboration, and inspiration created to invite and encourage you deeper into relationship with Jesus. We can't wait for you to hear. Today we're hearing from our friends at the Catholic Man Show. This is a weekly podcast where two lifelong best friends sit down over a drink to talk about virtue, Catholicism, family, and their personal lives. In this episode, they discuss why authentic friendship can only be rooted in Jesus Christ.
1: Hey, I'm Adam Minahan, and this is David Niles with The Catholic Man Show. Welcome all of you who are attending SEEK, or will be attending SEEK conference this year, 2023. Guaranteed the best. 2023, it is 2023. It will be. I mean, it will be. Yeah. Almost. Guaranteed to be the best one yet. Guaranteed.
2: Guaranteed. And if it's not, you can uh, look for financial compensation from Adam
1: Minahan. My email address is david. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about, a little bit about friendship, the importance of friendship. Uh, we have a somewhat of a unique story, which I didn't realize was unique until uh, we started telling it. Yeah, um, Dave and I grew I don't up think it together. Should be
2: that weird,
1: right? Dave and I grew up together. Uh, we've been best friends since we were five years old. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell the story of uh, the recess story? On you talking about the Peter Pan story? Peter Pan story? No.
2: I don't want to tell that story. I hate that story. It's the best story. You like that story. I don't like that story. But yes, we went to kindergarten together. Uh, that's where we became best friends. We've been best friends ever since. We grew up in the same neighborhood together. Uh, we went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived together after college. We both kind of fell away and came back to the faith together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really you know, that friendship that we had, <clears throat> especially as we were coming back to the faith, that solidified that decision, you know, um, that we were doing that together. And, you know, these, aren't, these weren't necessarily things that we th- were thinking at the time, that, hey, let's do this together, and it's going to be better and stronger because, you know, of our friendship. But it's just in retrospect, when you look back on it and you realize, oh, wow, you know, th- our friendship has had, you know, positives, negatives, right? Because, you know, we right. during, during our other years, we influenced each other in, in other not-so-positive ways, right? Sure. But, uh, because of our friendship. You know, it's like, oh, well, if you're doing that, I'll do it too, right? Or vice versa. So, um, it, it, but it really has just had an incredibly formative re- impact on both of us
1: mm-hmm. um, for the good and the bad. Right. And one of, the, one of the goods was that we were able to, we started a Catholic radio station here in Tulsa. Uh, and because of that Catholic radio station, we decided, because we owned it, That we can start our own show. Right, we don't even have to ask anybody. Right, so we started the Catholic Man Show back in 2016. Uh, We had the Catholic radio station for a few years before that. Um, And we, you know, our our families are growing up together, uh, you know, so we're we're trying our best to give the same friendship that we had to our children.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and, um, just surround them with a good Catholic community. That's what our parents did when we were growing up. Um, You know, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Catholics, there are you know, it's not like incredibly rare to meet a Catholic, but we are by far a huge, huge minority. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about three three percent in the diocese of Tulsa in eastern Oklahoma. Um, but when I was growing up, you know, I knew a lot of opportunity, a lot of, of opportunity, a lot, con- of opportunities. lot of opportunity to evangelize. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, but you know, I had a lot of friends who were Catholic, and that was really important. You know looking back at just the way that I grew up, the way I thought about, you know, religion, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that my friends were Catholic too, you know, that was, you, you know, you're very uh, impressionable at young ages. So right. that's what I'm, That's what you and I are trying to do now for our kids. Just, yeah, our, our kids are friends, mm-hmm. but also we're giving them, we have such an incredible Catholic community mm-hmm. here in Tulsa. I mean, it, really, it's, it's awesome. If mm-hmm. you're Catholic and you're looking for a great place to live, come to Tulsa. Right. You, you will not regret it. Um, because it, it just really is. There's so many awesome things. Like this last weekend, we were at the All Saints party. Right, um, yeah. I, I mean, we're just all these great families out there. With a, we did a procession mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with the saints. We had a rosary around the campfire dinner, right? right? It was all those great things. So um, community and friendship is one of the things that you cannot live without.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can try, and you will have a lot of struggles, if that's if that's what you do, you know. So if you don't have good community, good friendship,
1: especially good friendship around the faith, right? Yeah, especially like having the friendship. You know, the foundation of your friendship be your faith, right? Right. Um, so uh, Aristotle even talks about the, the three different types of friendship. You want to mm-hmm. go into those?
2: Yeah. So um, the first one is uh, friendships of utility. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this would be a, a friendship, and these he doesn't disparage yeah, pleasure, these. utility, and, and yeah. not the authentic friendship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and pleasure and utility. it's not like they're a hierarchy between those two, but those are the first two, um, and probably most of the most of the people you know fall into those two categories: either a friendship of pleasure or a friendship of utility. Um, I think a, a good example is I, there was a lot of people in college that I was friends with because we had a class together, and you know we had a lot lot in common. We're fun to hang out. Um, you know, we'd study together, you know, prepare for the test. But right. then as soon as that class was over, our friendship, you know, kind, kind of, of just nat- naturally dissipated, right? It's right. not like we broke up with each other or anything. It's like, <laughs> right. I would, I'm deciding not to be friends with you anymore. Right. Um, but the basis for our friendship mm-hmm. was this utility, right. that there was something useful about the friendship that helped both of us. Okay? Right. So that's what a friendship of utility is. You can think of other examples um, friendships of pleasure are are similar in that you simply enjoy being the with the things. being with the people, right? Like, oh, you have a fishing buddy, mm-hmm. you know. I like to go fishing with this person, or you know, like, oh, I always go golfing with this person. Well, if you stopped golfing, you'd probably stop hanging out mm-hmm. altogether, right? Um, it's because you enjoy spending time because of something that you have in common, right? So then, the third one is would be the what, what he calls an authentic friendship.
1: Right, yeah. And this is kind of where also I think Aquinas picks up on oh, what what love really is, right? It's the willing the good of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's uh, desiring uh, the good for that other person for their own sake, you know? Um, right. And, and, and as Christians, we you know, I, like I said, Aquinas kind of picks this up uh, where we know what that is, right? We know what the good is for this other person, which is namely our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Correct. Um, and so as friends we should think about is you know you you, should, you only have like uh so much bandwidth right and so uh you can only be have off, so many authentic friends you know you can only have so many like really best friends because you have to uh put time and effort into it mm-hmm. right uh it, you have to dedicate and be intentional about having this friendship because it's going to take right. your time and your energy and your effort and um so you have to pick okay so Who is it that is uh, pointing me towards our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Because as, you know, friendship can be a means into the end, which is namely heaven, right? To where we're all uh, part of the mystical body of Christ, to where we're all part of, uh, you know, this heavenly reality of worshiping our Lord.
2: Right, yeah. I mean, from the very beginning, we see that man is made for communion, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, And so we are made to give ourselves away and love to one another. Right. in different ways different people um, but that's that's what that's what we're made for okay we're made mm-hmm. to make a gift right and so um, you have to be seeking this in in all of your relationships and once again some relationships are gonna be uh, relationships of utility and relationships of pleasure that's okay you know right. what these once, aren't bad once you're saying like what you're saying you only have so much bandwidth so many like you can only invest really a substantial amount of your life into so many people because if you want to have this deeper authentic friendship then it does take a more and bigger commitment right of your time and of your life because if your lives don't overlap right if you don't do things together then uh your friendship will either fade away or it just doesn't exist at all right You, you might have things in common great you know like when you meet you can talk about oh you like this i like that too whatever but if you're not doing those things together, then you're actually not building that friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let those friendships of utility and pleasure let them be what they are. Now maybe you decide, oh, you know what? I, I want to be better friends with this person. That's great. But mm-hmm. um, these are just the hierarchy, um, and it's according to Aristotle. And mm-hmm. um, it's, I think I think he's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, but what he didn't have was, of course, what Augustine had in the divine uh, revelation. Mm -hmm. Augustine knew what man's highest good is. Um, Where Aristotle, man, he got awfully close, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. um, you know, positing that virtue is the is the, you know, end of man and the good of man, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, not wrong. Right. Um, But obviously it's it's Jesus Christ is the Mm -hmm. ultimate, ultimate good. So if your friendships, if your best friends, you know, these are what you might consider, oh yeah, I have a real friendship with this person. If he is not orienting you towards Christ then is he might be a really good friend uh but he he's not the best friend for you because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what your best good is
1: right and that's what you were talking about with, uh, you said uh, Augustine we were talking about Aquinas, but Augustine oh, yes. but Augustine this is true right because if you even read his confessions what happens is he goes oh, he has a bunch of buddies and they go out and they uh are at somebody else's uh farm yeah. and he sees a, a a pear tree and he steals a pair. Right. Because his buddies were kind of provoking him to yeah, do so. Just to kind of be along with them. Right. And so he wasn't hungry. He didn't need it. He, you know, uh, it, but he did it because they were pushing him to do it.
2: And then they just threw him away. Right. Or they just did it just to steal.
1: Right. Just for the thrill of 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 stealing it. Mm-hmm. Well, then you also see what happens with Augustine later on in life, uh, whenever he's uh, having this conversion and St. Ambrose mm-hmm. uh, is pointing him towards christ is pointing him towards you know uh what is what is uh giving his heart rest you know um and, and giving him the joy that he's always been seeking he's always trying to find right uh and say ambrose was was ultimately giving it to him by by giving him the faith mm-hmm. yeah we just have this desire to belong mm-hmm. right we know
2: that we were made to belong to something to some that there's something bigger than ourselves that we should right. be a part of right um which, which is the church uh, but we we know this from infancy really or you know from young childhood that w- we want to be a part of something right mm-hmm. these other group of friends this community and so the community that you choose to be a part of is either going to bring you towards a good or away from or away from goods mm-hmm. uh, and i think augustine is just such a great example right because right. these friendships had a bad influence in the beginning and then Ambrose comes along just to bring him totally back around to Christ, who he'd been looking for. Pat, you know, he didn't know it, but, you know, he had been to all all these different weird things throughout his life, you know, um, pursuing what he thought were noble ends, Mm -hmm. uh, but he he was just, he hadn't found the right influence to bring him. Uh, So our friendship has been just incredible for us, uh, Mm -hmm. and it continues to Continues to this day, and it's it's even more important now, I think, than ever as we're raising families, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you know when you ra- when you start raising a family, you just have no idea what you're doing, and every day right. it <laughs> brings something hard and different.
1: They just like hand
2: you the baby. What, yeah, when you have the baby at the hospital, that you just take it
1: home. Right. <laughs> right. That's it. Right. And he's like, say "Good luck." You don't have to like get a permit. You, There's you, no parent permit. No. Turns out. You just, they, they do make sure you have a car seat. Yeah, they will make sure that you have a car. They will yeah. follow you out to make sure that you have a, a car right. seat. Which is good. Which that's is a, a good right. thing. That's yeah. a good thing. They're yeah. here to help.
2: Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, you know, the adventure of parenthood has just been, uh, it, <laughs> you really, you learn how much you need other people. Right. In those moments.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the the patron saying of, of Seek this year is St. John Paul II. Which who we I love, love. I love that guy. Um, in fact, if you're wanting to uh, uh, get a, a good friendship, a, a good group of guys together, read John Paul's uh, the second the, his Wednesday audiences, which would later be known as Theology of the Body. Mm-hmm. Um, David, you and I did that along with a handful of other buddies for like three years. We met once a week in the morning. Uh, we went to IHOP, um, which shockingly is not the best place to get pancakes. Um, don't at me. This is just right. the truth. Um, which is weird like you name your whole restaurant after over.
2: the after your terrible pancakes right you know whatever
1: yeah so we, we but we go there and we would read one Wednesday audience a week Um, which would be the we'd you know, struggle through them they're kind of deep they're heavy yeah but they're but they were really very fruitful though especially in a group because you're oh, you're yeah. able to pull uh different contexts and like oh I didn't even think about that Um, it was mm-hmm. very it was, it was very beneficial to read them as a group yeah and so th-
2: like that is something you have to be doing right if you if you want to have these friendships and you want to base your friendships on christ okay well have the activities you do together surround Mm -hmm. him right right okay so do things that are you know that are uh going to edify you the christocentric that are christocentric that's the that's a good word yeah nice word thank you Um, i didn't make it up really all right well uh, but do those kinds of things. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't mean like, oh, we can only be do a Bible study. Okay, that's all we can do, right? right. No, like, you can get together. You can do manly things. You can smoke cigars and drink whiskey mm-hmm. and talk about Jesus or talk about life. You know, talk about the good things. It doesn't have to be just about like, oh, we could be doing something slightly holier. We should be doing, you know, that's not what it's about. But but bring your life together. And bring Christ into it as well, mm-hmm. so that way those those relationships can build and grow in the best way mm-hmm. towards Him, um, and that so also you can be a better friend. Right. This is one of the things that I, I found kind of funny about Aristotle um, when he was writing on this is that he said uh, everybody thinks that they are a good friend, but a lot of people are incapable of an authentic friendship. Why is that? Because they're not virtuous. So, you know, he was saying that virtue was the highest end of man. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to be an authentic friend, you have to be able to bring your friends to the highest goods, which is virtue. But if if you don't have virtue, if you are not virtuous, then you are not going to be capable Mm -hmm. of providing that kind of authentic friendship. Uh, It's just amazing how close Aristotle got to, like, the absolute truths Mm -hmm. just completely from a natural perspective you Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. i'm just not smart enough i don't think if i was just gonna sit there and think about it really hard to Mm. say like i think virtue i think that's that's the end that's what it is i'd be like i'm pretty sure it's hamburgers (laughs) or ice cream (laughs) ice cream cream. both Mm. both at the same time right that's the highest good
1: yeah so that's interesting right so aristotle says that most aren't capable of having this uh, authentic friendship because they're not virtuous enough right so in order you know it's like one of those things like well i don't have uh, any good friends it's like well um how good of a how virtuous of a person are you sure uh, so a lot of times you have to look back at yourself and say you know how you know where am i struggling mm-hmm. do you have a strong prayer life right um do you uh, you know are you uh in in the habits of doing these good things mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times uh, i've heard Many many guys say this. They'll say like, "I, I just don't have any good friends around me," uh, and then we, they start praying and asking our Lord to provide them with good friends, or ask uh, our Blessed Mother to pro- provide them mm-hmm. with good friends. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what happens when you right. pray for things. Right. Um, so a lot of times, you know, like so, in order to have these authentic friends, you have to be you have to be yourself, a virtuous person. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean. We have guys reach out to us a lot about that. Hey, I just don't have any, you know I don't have a good community around me. Um, but what you need to do is say, hey, what are, what are the things I like to do? What are my hobbies? Okay, mm-hmm. um, if you like to smoke cigars and drink whiskey, you're you have a, a big advantage. Okay, <laughs> just take the men at your parish and say, hey, you know, invite some of them. So we're gonna drink. We're gonna come together. Come over to my house. Uh, bring a cigar. We're gonna smoke cigars and drink whiskey. And we're going to talk about Jesus, right? And just like let the conversation, that's all you have to do. It doesn't have to be any more organized than that. Just kind of let that happen and then say, let's do it again in a month. And if you do that a few times, I think you'll be amazed at how quickly the group starts to grow to, you know, it starts to really, really get big Mm -hmm. where at the end you might have a
1: problem of it being too big.
2: Praise God, you know, that you've now invited that many men
1: now, and also this gives you the opportunity to talk about, you know, so we're talking about virtues, uh, these kind of groups provide the opportunity to talk about temperance, mm-hmm. right? And to to showcase like, no, 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 we can provide these, we can consume these things for a good. Right. Um, a lot of times I've heard a, a professor over at Ave Maria uh, say that he 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 enjoys a, a fine smoke in a glass uh, of whiskey only so that way it, it, it propels him to a higher good. It's a means to an end, Mm -hmm. Namely to talk about, it's these, uh, satisfying these lower appetites that bring them up to higher, higher appetites, Mm -hmm. meaning namely God.
2: Yeah. Also, you know, uh, more virtue is better than less virtue. And so if you have more chances to practice temperance,
1: then that's, uh, more virtue. Right. Well, and so we're not having a drinking party. No. Right. you know, it's not, it's not that type of party. I mean, you can make jokes about it, but (laughs) it's not really going (laughs) to. Right. 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 So, um. Anyway, yeah, so I think that that's very important to, uh, in order to, to to make sure you, you uh, um, say that up front, right? That everything that we're doing here should be glorifying our Lord. Mm-hmm. And by glorifying our Lord, what, how do we do that? But uh, consuming that uh, in moderation.
2: Right. And obviously, a lot of what we're talking about is geared specifically towards men. Uh, for I think that's for obvious reasons. Uh, but you know, a lot of these same things, the same things apply towards women. Women actually don't really, doesn't seem like they need a whole lot of help in, you know, uh, like building relationships. They're just kind of like, if you just put them in a room, all of a sudden they're just like being friends with each other, right? Where you put a bunch of guys in a room and they might be like looking on their phones and not talking to each other. Um, don't do do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. But I mean, uh, they're just different. Men and women are different. So, but, you know, you could do the same thing for women. You know, drink champagne and or drink nothing. I mean, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it should be, you should be doing things that you like to do because friendships are going to be based, they're going to be like founded in many ways on things that you have in common. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything in common with another person, then it's going to be really, really hard to have a friendship. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, that's, that's like where you start. You say, Hey, we have these things that we like to do, these interests in common, let's do them together. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's going to form, It's going to like build those lower foundations to, to build upon Mm -hmm. upwards. Right.
1: That's true. Yeah. I mean, so this is a perfect example of like what J- JP2 did, right? So he he was phenomenal at being able to proclaim the gospel to people to where they they could consume the gospel, right? So in 1979, he comes over to Washington DC and thousands of young uh, Americans are all there to wait, baiting and breath and like what is he going to say? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and and everybody's gathering around and then, uh, at the end of his speech, they all start saying chanting like JP2 we love you jay which is just i mean just good cadence right yeah you know just works it works yeah yeah. it works uh and he hears them and he comes back to the microphone and says i love you i love you Uh and they all erupt and cheered you know and it's like sure it it was like almost a goosebump moment right they all you know like responded in that way but why why did they do that? Like, why did they love him so much and he loved them so much and they knew that he loved them so much? Well, it wasn't what he was giving them by himself, but he started off this talk by saying, To all of you, I offer the peace and joy of Jesus Christ. The peace and joy of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And this is what we want, right? I mean, this is what we just started talking about. Like Augustine, was, uh, his heart was restless until, they, until he rested in God. Right. And we all want this peace and joy, especially in this chaotic world that, uh, that, that is uh, um, full of anxiety and, and chaos and uncertainties. Um, we all want this foundational peace and joy. Mm. And, and jb 2 knew this. And so he offered it to him. It's just like, if you had a, an amazing weekend... What what did you what do you want to do? I can't wait to get back home to tell David about this. Sure. Right? Uh, I can't get can't wait to get back home to tell my family about like how awesome this weekend was. Right. When something great happens to you, you just want to share it. Or you see a great movie or, or you whatever. See a great, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever happen, you know, whatever it is, you just want to share it with others.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, JB2 had this idea he knew this mm-hmm. and he had this great thing happen to him namely the faith and this uh Intimate relationship with our Lord, and all that is, is a, a desire to uh, share it with others. Yeah, and he was so great at it.
2: Right. I mean, and that goes back to the a basic principle that you cannot give what you do not have. Right. And mm-hmm. so, if you don't have a real relationship with Christ, then you're not going to be able to share. Not, you won't be able to share that with anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, just think about your own life. You know, how is your prayer life structured? Um, you should be praying every day. You know, mm-hmm. you should be getting up. If you're not praying every day, then you need to get up a little bit earlier mm-hmm. every morning. All right? That's just what you need to do. Right. Um. Don't make don't make any excuses about it. Just mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. You need to get up a little earlier, and maybe that means you have to go to bed a little bit earlier. That's the hard part about getting up. Right. It's not actually getting up. The hard part about getting up in the morning is going to bed earlier than you want to. Right. Um, but get up and pray and spend that quiet time. I mean... uh. You and I have both done Exodus ninety a couple times, and I know it just totally changed our lives. Um, right. I, I can, you know, speak for myself that it it just absolutely changed my prayer life. Having that contemplative, quiet time of prayer um, that I know has made me a better friend. It's made me a better father,
1: better husband. You weren't even that good of a friend. I'm until- still
2: like, oh, I um, mean, I'm like, you know, you're
1: teetering. You, yeah,
2: I have I have good days and bad days. We're not going to talk about how many of which one. It's not important, okay? <laughs> but if you're not spending that time in prayer, right, then you just don't have Christ in a meaningful way or as the, you know, in the way that you should mm-hmm. to share with people, right? Because you got to spend time with him so that you can bring him to your friends, so you can be the friend that you're made
1: to be, right? So anyway, uh go check us out if you uh, are interested in uh the Catholic Mancho, You can go to CatholicMancho.com. Also, we just finished a book with our wives. Uh, it's called Living Beyond Sunday: Making Your Home a Holy Place. You can pick that up at ascensionpress.com. Uh, if you're just now starting your 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 family life, or you're, you're uh, you know engaged to become married, and you're wanting you know to understand like how do I uh, build the, my domestic church? This is the book that we we wrote this book for you. More on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus.
0: Join Dr. Sri and Curtis Martin this Lenten season to rediscover the scripture and dive deeply into the one story that truly matters, the story of salvation. Please join us for this online experience that begins January 23rd. This study of scripture will be like no other. Visit focus.org and click on the registration button to sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Thanks for listening, friends. For more content from this podcast, click the link in the episode description. Join these podcasters and many others as we encounter Jesus at Seek 23, January the 2nd through the 6th. For more information and to register, visit seek.focus.org.